going on adventures even when it's tough Hannah and Eric go birding and then they talk about stuff so that's our theme song we're gonna try out tell me how much you hate it yeah so it was an all 100% original Hannah Hannah created thank you Hannah sung <laughs> um but maybe in season two you guys want less singing or maybe. more singing I don't know. there was no there was no consensus on more singing or less singing in there, the also, post. there also wasn't very much on whether you should shave your beard or not. No, not a lot of information. I think people just said that they couldn't believe you would do it. Yeah, I think we're staying with the status quo until <laughs> until, until proven otherwise that it needs to happen. Yeah, until there's a firm um, push of people saying shave it. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> well, gosh, we are just about at a year of doing this podcast. Yeah. And we thought we would bring you guys a bonus episode of something really cool that we've been working on throughout the whole year. A um, whole year's worth of work right here in this episode. <laughs> this is a secret for all of you guys, all you awesome, dedicated listeners. But first off, Eric, what is what are we doing? This is Hannah and Eric Go Birding. Yeah. It's a show by birders. For birders. I'm Hannah. And I'm Eric. And we bring you this podcast because we wanted to share our adventures and our love of bird watching with you and maybe um, see if we can convince you, if you're not a birder, to get into it. And if you are a birder, maybe, you know, encourage you to, to adventure a little bit more and open your mind to some of these different birding ideas that we've spouted about over the last... 26 full episodes yeah and not too much hate mail because we have some opinions <laughs> and uh sometimes they're controversial yeah we have opinions <laughs> so um all of the in well many of the interviews that we've done this is what the secret bonus episode is all about many of the interviews that we've done throughout the year we've asked a secret question at the end and we've compiled those questions into this episode for all of you guys so I guess we'll start, go chronologically through these, um, and start off with Kristen Summers, yep. our first interview. Yeah, the, the bird artist. The bird artist. Who she has, did watercolors, Yes, right? she yes. does watercolors in Florida, and I think now she's doing some campaign to um, just bring awareness to Florida wildlife and raise money to support the conservation efforts going on in Florida. Yeah, her, is it a company, Bourbon, Bourbon and Birdies? I believe that's her company, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you might remember her episode. It was um, one of the first, and one of the first interviews, at least, that we did. And she was really interesting to hear how um, she engages with wildlife and tries to, you know, incorporate it into her art to, um, I don't know. She, she makes some beautiful watercolors. Oh, yeah. And we are super excited that she joined us. And this is our first uh, Why Birds question. Why birds answer? Well, we asked the question. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is the very first one. And so here's Kristen's answer. Why birds? Because <laughs> birds are awesome. Did you know, well, I don't know if you know this, but, or if anyone knows this, birds, I am convinced, are actually dinosaurs. And I just think that that's so amazing that we have always been wondering what happened to the dinosaurs. And they are flapping their wings around <laughs> around us right now and I just think that is so amazing so I feel like a lot of our discussions this year with other people about birds have gone to dinosaurs yeah I feel like it always we always end up back at dinosaurs no matter what I don't know how that happened 
Huh? Oh, because the scales and wings and... Uh, yeah. They're cool. Just, yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Um, so, thank you, Kristen. Yeah, thank you, Kristen, for answering our secret question. <laughs> Spur of the moment. Being our guinea pig. <laughs> and then uh, our next one is with the Wraith, wraith Males yeah. uh, of Florida. So, we have Julie, Andy, and their daughter, Maisie. That was a really fun interview. That was a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> Even though we had to keep moving because the lady was throwing change and we had to go to a park. and but they, it, was, it was a good interview, though. They're both so interesting. And yeah. as well as Maisie, of course. She's super into nature and wildlife. I keep seeing um, Andy post pictures with her of going out herping. Mm-hmm. So they're not necessarily, like, bird-centric like we are. But, you know, getting out and being in nature is We just... look at bird food, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's super cool that she's so into nature and wildlife. Yeah, that's that's really awesome. So, why birds? Mm-hmm. You want to go first? You want me to go first? <laughs> sure. Well, I guess for me, the thing that really fascinated me about them first was was the different times of year there'd be different kinds of birds. And so I'd often say to my dad, well, why, why are they not here now? And he'd say, well, they go up to the Arctic or they go to Africa. And I was kind of like, really? That's cool. And I guess as I got older, I started learning more about bird migration. And, and just, it's, it re- when you really think about it, it's mind-boggling that a little bird that weighs, you know, the same as a sheet of paper can travel three, four thousand miles to the exact location where it nested the year before and the year before and the year before. And I guess when you know, when I was in England and I and I was working at bird observatories and stuff, we had this one common white throat that came and nested in a patch of gorse outside the bird observatory. And it, it was the same male white throat for about six straight summers. And its arrival date was always within two or three days of the same day every year. And this is a bird that migrates south of the Sahara Desert in Africa and flies to England. I'm like, how does it do that? I mean, if you're not amazed by that, there's something not right with you. If you don't, <laughs> in my opinion, and then you know, then there's <laughs> there's certain birds that I've seen that are just like they're mind-blowingly beautiful. And so you know, this part of kind of coming full circle. When I was obsessed with them, they were just kind of like an addition to a a list. But several trips in the last few years has made me really appreciate how amazing and how beautiful they are. Back from years ago when I studied them more and, and was more into the migration so um, that's why I like birds mm-hmm. yeah what he said no. <laughs> <laughs> no they fly you know and it's not it's not up to you when they show up and when they don't so it's like every time you're lucky enough to find one or be found by one as the case often is you know, it's 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 like good fortune. It's just it's just lucky, and um, and so every time you get one of those little surprises and you get to unwrap it by figuring out what it is, it's um, you know, it's just that special moment that that you could not create on your own. And so, 
No, it just feels like the universe smiling on you. Why do you like birds? Mm. Well, they're they're interesting because of the colors that they can come in, and um, and of what they eat, and um, and what they like to do. A you're lot. not you're not ever mad at them because they like to eat the things that you like. No, <laughs> we can share. <laughs> they won't eat all the lizards. Mm. Some of them. There's thousands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that we had a chance to sit down with the wraith males and, and talk about birds and and how that, you know, has been in their relationship in their life. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like there's a lot of people that, like, don't go birding with their significant other, and it's cool to find other people that do have that relationship. Yeah, well, and and we just barely squeaked that interview out anyways, because we were, that was three, four days before we left Florida Florida yeah. to come back to Oregon. So it was like, it was real, real, real tight on the time frames on that one. Well, and the Julie, you know, that she has such an important position within birding mm-hmm. and, you know, me being a person that's outspoken about women and birding, um, it's, it's really cool to see a woman in birding who's yeah. like in that position it's just uh it's exciting it's, for me she's I can't, I can't remember she's the executive director executive of director Audubon, of... florida okay yeah yeah so that's a uh, that's a good position <laughs> and she does a great job at it um so our next secret question that we have for you guys is greg miller and if you remember we called him our birding philosopher because he has really thought a lot about bird watching yeah, he's thought a lot about just the act itself, what it means in, to the world as a whole mm-hmm. to be a bird watcher and to be out there and recognizing and observing. And he was, it was just so much fun to interview him and meet him. He's just a really interesting guy, and uh, I look forward to meeting him at future um, birding events. Yeah. I'm sure we'll run into him at some point. I'm, hopefully. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll, we'll go somewhere that's big name enough that he'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> and as always, if you run into him, you know, say hi. He's a super nice guy. Yeah, he was super friendly. Yeah. So here's Greg Miller. Why birds? Probably a combination of many things. Um, the I've I've thought a lot about this because I I just have always loved birds. Uh, it is just because it's what my dad does because mm-hmm. my dad is no longer with me. So, uh, yes, they're pretty. Yes, they have beautiful songs. Yes, they fly. But I think it a big part of it for me is the I, I like it's like CSI. But with birds, I everything I see is a mystery, and I identification is part of it. But uh, the observation, because you're always learning, every day out I learn stuff from yeah. birds, because people write books, birds don't, and birds always do things that amaze the best of writers, and that that to me I. The more I know about birds, the bigger the world becomes. And the, the bigger the world becomes, the smaller I feel. And it's, it, I realize how little I know about what I thought I knew most about. <laughs> and that, it keeps me going. Because I'm always learning. 
if ever I get to a place where I stop making errors, it's a bad place. Because either I've become so proud that I'm not, I can't admit a mistake, <laughs> or I've reached a point where there's nothing more to learn, and that would be a sad place. The happy place, learning. You know, talking to him just reminds me of my favorite adage that I don't know if it's actually an adage or just something I say. Well, if you say it's an adage, then it's an adage. Then it is. Yeah. Um, that the difference between beginner birders and expert birders is that the experts have gotten more things wrong. Yeah, you make more mistakes as an expert. Yeah. Or have had made more mistakes. And <laughs> I just, I find it so endearing that Greg would say, you know, that if he knows everything or if he, he's never getting anything wrong, then he's either a liar or he needs to move on to something else because he knows it all already. Yeah, well, I feel, I feel like the same way. Like if, if I'm not getting if I'm not getting things wrong and making mistakes and learning things every day, then what's the point of doing it? But there's some people who just like to be the expert. Yeah. That's, well. Being an expert's overrated. <laughs> <laughs> so our next wild birds question is with Joshua from the wild. Uh, the Wildlife Center of the North Coast. Yes. And he talked about rehab um, with birds we thought would be timely as it was getting into um, the season when you see baby birds on the ground and you might not know what to do with it. So we were so glad that he had some time before it got super crazy to sit down and talk with us, um, which I saw on Facebook a couple weeks later that he had like a whole like pen in his back in the back of the center that was just full of baby ducklings oh i guess i, I missed that picture yeah because so <laughs> many had been returned because it's that's the time of year you know when that's sort of everyone go gets ducklings and then they start to get a little bit bigger and they're like yeah i don't want this anymore i don't think that's the case i think oh, they I was just thinking, like i was found thinking, them oh okay see I, I was thinking it was when you go to like uh like easter when you, everybody well, well, gets a rabbit and then they release them. Yeah, uh, that's a terrible time too. But uh, no, I was thinking of like you go to the um, Coast Hardware, Co Coast Hardware and stuff like that, where yeah. they have like the chicks, chicks for sale, and you go buy baby chickens and oh, baby ducklings I and stuff one. like that. So, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I want one, but I want to get rid of it when it's not cute anymore. Oh, I see. That, <laughs> that makes sense. Just kidding. Don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Sit back and listen to Joshua Saranpa's answer to why birds. Why birds? Why birds? Um, well, that's broad. Um, <laughs> why birds? Because uh, birds are amazing. Um, birds are cool. That's a hard question. Birds are important. And like I said, I think uh, with their environmental indicators, you know, and there's so many, I mean, what are there, 20,000 species? 10,000. 10,000. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, species of bird in the U.S. alone, right? Oh, not in the U.S. In the world, there's 10,000. 2,000 in the U.S., I thought. I think there's about 800 that have been sighted within the borders. Yeah, so like some, somewhere, somewhere, no, it's like 900. Like somewhere, like 900 in, in the U.S. have been sighted overall, and then 10,000 for the whole world. Yeah. No. Oh. Whatever. Whatever. Well, anyhow. Numbers. Numbers, numbers, numbers. They're everywhere. We're not people, mathematicians. People see them. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're the most obvious wildlife out there. Uh -huh. And again, with the environmental indicator, I mean, they will tell us when something's wrong. Um but mainly birds are just amazing. So that's why birds. So I really feel like Josh like epitomized what we were getting at with this question is we, completely and, sprung it on him out of nowhere and he had yeah. no time to think about it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like we had an answer, we had a preferred answer going into no, this. No, no, no. It's I we I wanted I wanted to hear people completely off the cuff like yeah. no no thinking about it just like why birds? Stick you with the hard questions. Yeah, hard yeah. hitting journalism. But I really I didn't want like... to be mean. I just wanted to. <laughs> I 
I wanted to get the surprise answer. <laughs> yeah. And I really like that he did mention how um, they're environmental indicators because that's something that was very unique answer from yeah. what other people had said. And it's I, th- totally... I think it comes from his, his job, like what he does for a job. He's really into like conservation. Yeah. So environmental indicators is a big a big part of conservation. Well, that's something that if you're not in the like career field of birds, you might not really um, be paying attention to, or you might re- not even really think of on the day-to-day basis. Yeah. So that that was an awesome answer. Yeah, fantastic. So our next one is with Josh and... Uh, sorry. Josh. <laughs> Josh. We just did Josh. Too many Js. Um, <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy from Backyard Birding, and you might remember that they've created a card game, which has since been funded. Their GoFundMe was... Uh, Successfully funded. Yes. And so they're currently, I think, in the printing process. Yeah, of, I'm just waiting on my copy. Yeah, and then <laughs> Eric is going to be playing it nonstop. Um, he already plays... Uh, Wingspan a I play, lot. I play a bunch of Wingspan. Yeah, so... Need more birding games. <laughs> so here are Jeff and Jeremy. So we're here with Jeff and Jeremy of uh, Backyard Birding mm-hmm. at the Wings Over Water Birding Festival. And we have our secret question for you guys. So um, whoever wants to go first, but why birds? Why birds for me? Two words. Jurassic Park. Birds are literally dinosaurs. Don't let the mainstream media tell you otherwise. That dinosaurs are extinct. Dinosaurs are alive and well. All you have to do is go out and look for them. It's fake science. <laughs> okay, why birds? Because few animals in the entire world can be as cute, as melodious, and as just heavy metal badass as birds. Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs, yes. Yep. (laughs) Told you. More dinosaur talk. More dinosaur talk. Gosh, little boys. (laughs) Well, and he also mentioned how hardcore hummingbirds are. Yes, he did. That's a a good white bird. Yes. (laughs) Um, But it's cool, you know, even though they're not like super intensive birders, like that they have this relationship with birds that inspired them to create this game. Yeah. And to educate more people. So I think that yeah, that's To all cool. the backyard birds out there. Yeah, and I know um, Jeremy is really getting into the five-mile radius challenge. He posts about that, like, all the time. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I just I need to start paying attention to things that happen on the internet. Because you, like, know all this stuff, and I don't pay attention. I've, I've got my, <laughs> what is he saying in Game of Thrones? I've got my little birdies or something. <laughs> <laughs> you have your little sparrows my or little, No, the sparrows are the bad ones. Oh, the sparrows. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I, I need to pay attention to that, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thank you guys so much. And Eric is waiting for the Backyard Birding game to yeah. come out so he can play. Any, any, any day now, it'll be here. Yeah. Or, or any week now, I don't know. <laughs> Whenever it gets here, it gets here, and I'll enjoy it when it does. So our next um, Y Birds is of the high school students that we spent a week with in Costa Rica. Yeah, so at the end of the whole time, we interviewed them, and then we asked them, Y Birds? So here it is. Okay, so we're sitting here with the group from Tigard High School Spanish and general student class and, in Costa Rica. And guys, we have a secret question for you. And we'll all go in turn saying our answer. But the question is, why birds? Because why not birds? Yes. I just think birds are... <laughs> I think they're cool too. I don't know. Birds are just so like not recognized. 
you know? Like, they're just there, but then you think about it, there's like... <laughs> <laughs> you just think about it, and you're like, whoa. Yep. Yeah. Whoa, birds. <laughs> That's it, whoa. Whoa, birds. Blown Caitlin's mind. You know, right? Oh, uh, I would say birds are, why birds? Because, like, there's so many different species of birds, and, like, like, you, like, <laughs> there's so many different species of birds, and, like, they're all, like, completely different, which I think is, like, so cool, just, like, no, just, there's so many different birds you can see, and I think that's why birds. Um, I think because birds are so present like anywhere in the world that it's like a way for people to connect from like other like lives and like people who don't know each other um and talking about different types of birds like in their area like we can connect with Hannah and Aaron on all or Eric and all the trips <laughs> sorry that's um, what used to call you <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Hannah and Eric on all their trips by like comparing the birds we've seen here to like it, their trips like to Ecuador and like all over the country so I think Thirst. why birds um especially after being in Ecuador and I feel like they can represent adaptation and evolution and all the different things that can happen to living creatures we can look at through birds. I think why birds because there's a lot of other animals that we see all the time that we just kind of think of like, oh yeah, they're cool, we can go to this place at this time and they'll still probably be around there. But with birds, that you can go to a place and just spend time in the area and just maybe see it. And it mm-hmm. just helps you explore the world. And if you don't see it, then oh well, you can just come back another time. There's no requirement that you will, no requirement or guarantee that you will see the bird at yeah. any given time. So that was uh, most of the kids that we interviewed. I had uh, some recording issues, and I lost a couple of the couple of the answers. I'm sorry, guys. But it's cool to see, you know, that we did have some sort of impact on them when we were hanging out with them. A couple of the girls, you know, got super into yeah. to watching the birds or at least seeing them and then telling us about them. So they, you could tell that they were on the lookout. Yeah. And then some of the kids did borrow our binoculars. For a little bit. Yeah. So <laughs> that, was, that was really cool. You know, we didn't think we, or we had no idea what sort of impact we would have going and being super nerdy birders in front of what like 12 high schoolers or whatever yeah who, who had never met birders and seen a bird they, they'd seen them <laughs> but in the same context as that everyone else out in the real world sees uh telephone lines yeah exactly they're, they're just there you don't pay attention to them yeah they're just it's, it's kind of the same sort of situation it was nice to get their per- perspective on that sort of on why birds question mm-hmm. of like never even having thought of birds until the previous six days right before recording this yeah so that's cool. So our last interviewee was Nicole Mitchell, who is with uh, the National Audubon Society. and a quantitative... Ecologist. Ecologist, yeah. yeah. Lots of numbers with ecology. Yeah. Really fascinating job. And she's, you know, the person that your CBC data and eBird data that uses those to influence the way birding or in bird conservation happens. So that's a really cool way to connect what we do with actual conservation work. Not what we do personally. I mean, like birders. <laughs> but but birders in general. Yeah, yes. like when you're contributing to citizen science. Yeah, so 
enjoy Nicole's answer. Nicole, why birds? Because birds are awesome. Uh, okay, that's my that's my short answer. The real answer <laughs> is birds are. Um, sorry, I'm having trouble coming up with the right words. They are very effective conservation tools because people get very passionate about them. Uh, you know, people love to go out and count them. They're they're distinctive. You know, so okay, when we're not talking about the impidnaps, they many of them are relatively easy to identify. Uh, they're char- so they're charismatic. People care about them, and you can go out and count them. You know, they're a lot easier to find than little rats or you know other small mammals, and uh, so they're very effective for both gathering lots of data, compiling lots of data, and engaging people. But they're also just awesome. So I think it's interesting that most of our why birds answers are fairly diverse from one another. I mean, other than the dinosaurs. Yeah, everyone talks about dinosaurs (laughs) and then something separate. (laughs) Um, But I, I think that's great and that shows something about birds that Everybody likes them for a different reason, or mm-hmm. everybody watches them, or studies them. So, or has a whole different background to come at birds with. That led them to birds. Yeah, yeah. And Nicole has some great answers that involve her career as well as her personal interest in them, which is cool that she's able to to have you know a career in it because not everybody can. We don't have a career in it. No. We, we just have a podcast. We have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Eric. Why birds? So I feel like we definitely should have recorded our answer before we asked and listened to all the other answers throughout the entire the entire year. But uh, I want to steal away from Josh's answer. I want to steal away from Greg's answer. I want to steal from Nicole's answer. And I kind of want to steal a little bit off of Jer- off of uh, Jeff's answer with uh, the they're pretty hardcore. <laughs> but. Um, Stop stalling. I, I, stop stalling. I'm, I'm just trying to think. I'm trying to think about an off-the-cuff answer. Like, you have like everyone else had. so much time. I, I had a whole year to think about it, but I'm, I don't. Anyways, the, um, I, I really like the, the conservation aspect, um, being able to count them, being able to identify them, more, mostly readily be able to identify them so you can see them, be able to count them, and just like the amazing, amazing. I, I don't know, I kind of want to steal like from all of them. Like, like I said, I want to steal from all of them. So... Um, from Andy's about that they just travel across the entire world and within a couple days they're back every single year same same spot they're back so Hannah why birds (laughs) (laughs) I'm just just gonna abruptly end mine there and then let let Hannah answer her why birds okay so initially when we came up with this question it's obviously ambiguous why birds I mean we've had a couple people when they answer it they just like are super confused and lost mm-hmm. and you see it in their face the panic of like how do i answer this <laughs> um which is somewhat intentional like we said that eric you know said it's off the cuff like it's an unusual question i didn't want to be mean though but, <laughs> but that's who we are hard hitting <laughs> um but like i said it's ambiguous and you know everybody has a different reason for why they've started watching birds or counting birds or science birds whatever and that's it's open-ended so that can be the case and why birds for me is what brought me to birds and what brought me to bird watching and it 
hard story, but I played softball very heavily in high school and throughout my whole life, and that was my life, was playing softball, fast pitch softball. And due to circumstances in my life, I stopped playing, and it was really hard for me to like think like, okay, well, what do I, what do, I do to fill my time? And that was my senior year of high school. Like, what do I, how do I fill my time? I'm, it's like empty now. I didn't have anything. Um, and when I was in, when I was a junior in college, I had to take ornithology, which, you know, was just like a class I had to take and wasn't into it at all. And after being in that course for, you know, months, like something about, the course just really spoke to me and got me into it and watching David Attenborough films of life of birds and that's why birds is that it filled something it filled a hole in me that you know I I need something to do and this was something that really interested me that it's competitive it's um engaging you know we meet a lot of really interesting and cool people and it just created this community and in this amazing hobby that I love doing now so that's why birds. Oh, your answer is a lot better than mine. Instead of just stealing <laughs> from everyone else. <laughs> I had a real reason. A this, real this reason. This is my prerogative behind the whole question. So I can tell you my sad story. <laughs> you tell everyone your sad story. Yeah. So. <laughs> and that's also announcing that we're going to have a Patreon. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Fund me now. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't want your money. Uh, so anyways, it's been a crazy fun year. We've traveled to where have we gone we've in this, gone from in this year florida and texas to oregon to um ecuador costa rica ecuador costa rica cuba cuba yeah we did cuba yeah and for one day <laughs> <laughs> and we're excited in this next year i think we'll probably probably go to texas and scandinavia and um we're at san diego yeah san diego yeah, the so list. there's some cool things coming out that we're excited to share with you all. So thank you for listening to season one of Hannah and Eric Go Burning, and we look forward to seeing you in season two.